Welcome to Everyday Motherhood, the podcast that inspires you to pause, connect, and play more every single day. The podcast that's focused on you, the mom, to help you fill up your cup and rediscover the joy and love in your everyday life. We can't parent alone, and parenting is too serious to be serious all the time. Thanks for being here. My name is Christy Thomas. I am the founder and developer of PlayForLifeMoms.com. Let's jump in. I am so excited to be here. It's been a while since I did a solo show, so here we go. Today is a solo show, and I want to talk about all the things that I've learned about myself since the social distancing started. Well, one of the things is that I am optimistic about the number of books I thought I was going to read. Yeah, I should go count the books that I had in my stack versus the books that I've read. Um, The books that I've read have been really, really good books. I've read Untamed by Glennon Doyle. And I've read the new Jen Hatmaker book, Fierce, Free, and Full of Fire. And I'm in the middle of reading the new Rachel Macy Stafford book, Live, Love, Now. And all three of those I highly recommend. Um, Glennon I read on Kindle, but the other two I've done the audiobooks. And Jen Hatmaker's audiobook for Fierce, Free, and Full of Fire is probably the very best audiobook I have ever heard. She interrupts herself, and there's snippets of her own podcast in there. It just blew my mind, blew my socks off, as I would say. Okay, but today's podcast, I want to talk about a different book that I've had on my bookshelf for a while. I bought it because Amazon knows me well, um, and I bought it used, and it's called Time to Parent by Julie Morgenstern. And she has written a lot of books about organizing. The like subtitle of this book is Organizing Your Life to Bring Out the Best in Your Child and You. And what I took away from this book that I wanna bring to you today is that I often forget that The part of a parent, the life of a parent actually has two parts, okay? So let me say that again so it's nice and clear. The life of a parent has two parts. If you think of it as a full circle, there's 50% on each side here, okay? And the first part, right, is that we all know that as a parent, if you're actively participating, You're raising a human. And there's a set of jobs associated with that task. You are raising a human for 50%. And then the other half of being a parent is actually being a human yourself. So there's two parts of the life of the human. There's raising a human and being a human. And that, I've put sticky notes around my house. I text messaged my friends. And that so blew me away. It seems so simple. We know it doesn't feel simple though, right? That there's this blurriness of all the tasks that we do during the day that raising a human overlaps with being a human. Especially right now, while we're all mostly still at home, my state has lifted a lot of limits, but 
we're mostly still at home. And that shift in my perspective of making sure that I'm being a human and not just raising humans has really, really helped my mindset. Because sometimes I need permission. Maybe you don't need permission. I don't think every person does, but a lot of us need permission to take care of ourselves and to not overparent. There was an article in the Atlantic for the May issue about anxiety and kids. And the author did a phenomenal job, but the biggest takeaway I had was that most of my parenting generation, right, my peers right now, and you're, you're one of my peers if you're listening probably, feels like they're failing a lot with parenting because there's so much competition and so much hyper-focus on it right now, right? We're not competing over jello salads anymore. How we look like we're parenting matters a lot more right now. So we're not actually failing parenting. We're invested a lot more in terms of time and emotion and energy than previous generations of parents in terms of the numbers. We're actually just over-parenting all the time, which is adding to our kids' anxiety, okay? So between that article in The Atlantic, which I highly recommend you go pick up the magazine and read or find a copy online, about anxiety in kids and overparenting, which a simple example of that, right, is buying the strawberry toothpaste instead of the cinnamon one, right? Like my kids get to have strawberry toothpaste for what, two minutes, four minutes every day? Why am I spending triple the price on the strawberry toothpaste? Anyways, um, so there's being a human and there's raising a human. And I needed permission to be a human even when I couldn't leave my house. I needed permission from this book in that article to take a step back and remember what does it mean to me to be a human? So I wrote myself a letter and I journaled, sat outside watching birds a lot, sent text messages to friends, came up with a list of four things that I need to do every day to feel like a human, okay? So I can be a human. Would you wanna know that list? Okay, so number one, every day, surprise, surprise, I need to move my body in some way. I need to, I need to move my body. I have a lot of need for motion. That's why I've been able to run so many days in a row. Makes sense now. But I also need to break up my day with dance parties and walks and challenges of doing push-ups on my kitchen counters. I really want to master one push-up. If there's someone out there that wants to help me, I would love that. Number two, I need quiet every day. And that comes in different ways to me. The quiet, it could be reading a book, it could be reading scripture, it could be prayer, it could be meditation, it could be bird watching, journaling. That quiet is super important to me. Number three is that I need to let myself have curiosity every day, right? There's this poem that I love. It's called A Brief for the Defense by Jack Gilbert. And it's long, so I'm not going to read it here. 
but go read it because it talks about all this horrible things happening. But also it says to hang on to the stubbornness of gladness. And when I'm curious, that's when I feel that stubborn gladness that I realize that I am connected to the whole world and I want to know more about the insect crawling across my floor and I want to know more about how to bake the perfect gluten-free bread loaf and I want to know more about what my kids are saying and I want to know more about all sorts of odds and ends of this planet because this is my time here to be here. So every day I'm looking for the gift of a moment to be curious. And the most surprising way I've learned of what makes me be a human is conversations with other adults. And I didn't really expect this because I waved the flag for team introvert, maybe team ambivert. So I thought, you know, I have raised kids without my spouse being home for months at a time. So I thought I was ready for the social distancing, but I really learned, and that's what, you know, sparked the Keep Calm and Mother On project, was that I missed tiny conversations, that I am passionately curious about humans, that I love people. And I want to hear your stories because you're fascinating to me because you were, as Jen Hatmaker says, made by love and made for love. And there's no other gift to me than talking with another grown-up and appreciating what got them to this moment. Like if I could ask them that Mr. Rogers question from the Breathe With Me, like who would you want to thank? for helping you be here right now. My brain explodes with the curiosity. I think every person listening to this podcast is valuable and I would love to be able to sit down and have a cup of coffee with you or go for a run or a leisurely walk and chat. You are a moment of curiosity for me and I would love to have more adult conversation because that's what makes me feel human. Okay, so then when I narrowed it down from those four, I had a much bigger list, right? Like I really need to focus on drinking more water versus just coffee and LaCroix. I feel like I need less bubbly water in my life right now. Um, And I really like playing with color every day in art. And that looks different. It could be photos. It could be just doodling on the recycling like I did the other day. It could be leaving my kids sticky notes, practicing funny eye makeup, you know, whatever it is. I love playing with color and I love reading and I love listening to podcasts and I don't really like talking on the phone but I really like face-to-face eyeball time with people. So this is a conundrum, right? How do I be a human while raising a human? And by making it a small list of four things, I thought it was really accessible to me. 
Every day I can move my body. I can be curious. I can find a moment of quiet, even if it's in my bathroom or the laundry room. And I can talk to other adults. I can make space for that. So that is your self-care task for today. I want you to make a list of what it means to be a human for you. I have a little Instagram template that I made, and I hope you go over to my Everyday Runner Christy Instagram account. It's in the show notes. And fill out your list and put in the stories and tag me. Okay, make this your Mother's Day gift to yourself. Figure out what makes you tick so that you can be a fully human person while parenting. Isn't that novel? I keep coming back to this idea that we need to parent from the overflow, that I need to be fully alive to be a good parent. And that's going to look different for every single one of us. But little by little, you can test out things and figure out what makes you feel that way. Now, for today's play idea with your family, I want you to um, trace everyone's hands on different sheets of paper, and I want you to write positive words about your kids. Take some time and really fill up their cup with affirmation. I may have done this in a recent episode that I did solo, but we are really missing our communities and your kids are missing the people that pour into them besides you. So we need to do extra to make sure we're speaking all the praise and the love and the confidence into our kids. We gave them a village intentionally. And um, it's hard when that disappears. So I love you and I thank you for being here. Go find the Facebook group so we can continue the conversation. I'm still figuring out how to run that well and you guys are teaching me. So thank you. Also, I want you to know deep in your core that you are the right mother for your kids, the right parent for your kids, and your kids are the right kids for you. We've got this. I'll see you next time.